Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. I'm going to just say it. Oh, shit. <laughs> we are in Vegas, and I am looking around this table. I see the homie, Chief Johnson. I see the homie, David Gross. Y'all know Fuzzy. Y'all know what it is. Oh, my gosh. DJ Head. We out here. G Perico. Sheesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is an official West Coast motherfucking takeover. Only person missing is Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. Huh? Real talk. Real talk. That's around the corner. Okay. For sure. Yo, we here for uh, a variety of reasons, but y'all know what it is. The 29th of July, Earl Spence, Bud Crawford, Jesus, David, we talked about this on a prior episode. What are we talking about tonight? Like, <laughs> what what's going on? What's what going expect, to happen? Huh? What do the we same, expect? The same shit we expected last time we talked. Mm. I'm expecting. Okay. I'm expecting Spence to stop him. Ooh. 10, 10 or eleven. I didn't say it last. I'm getting more specific. Tenth or eleventh round. So you're Whoa. saying you're predicting a knockout? Knockout. T TKO KO. Hmm. Whoa. Wow. How does that make you feel, Malik? I mean, <laughs> listen, styles make fights. Uh, like I said prior, uh, Earl is 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 a high volume puncher. Likes to high volume body puncher. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Pressure, that's his thing. He's a pressure guy. He's gonna try to walk Bud down. That's great for us. Um, he said us like he in the corner. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm in the corner. I'm you Omaha. I'm Omaha, See, Nebraska. You are invested. Okay. You I'm walking out, Malik. I'm no. I, I think you know who. I, <laughs> not me. I want to though, but um, no. Nah, I, I I think again. Styles make fights. Bud is notoriously a slow starter, but Spence's pressure is gonna make him do what he has to do, which is gonna be adjust. I think that I I think that both people are gonna touch the canvas at least once. Mm. Um, wow, that's 
Really? Think, yeah, yeah, I think both people are going to touch. So if, you, so if you see that happen, you can see a stoppage then. It is going to be a stoppage, yeah. but late. Not going to but, the distance. But, but 11th, 10-11 round, Bud's okay, getting so him up just, out of there. You think the opposite of? Bud's getting him up out of there. He don't, ha- he don't have enough to pull from. Mm. He don't have enough to pull from. Are you going by watching 24-7? What can he not do? What can Spence not do? It's not, what he, it's not what he cannot do. It's just the fact that he doesn't have enough in his tool belt to make the adjust like that's all that's all that's all bud does bud makes adjustments spence is again he's i've seen it i've seen the kell brooks fight seen in a number fight straightforward guy um again aggressive puncher but never fight, faced a great counter puncher and again never really fa- i don't know that he's faced the dog like the guard, if you want to talking about Sean Porter's a dog. Sean Porter got put on his ass hey, twice. Sean Porter, Sean Porter's a dog though. He's eh. saying he never faced a dog. Eh. Who's who did Crawford face? <laughs> Sean Porter. I know, but you you just discounted you, him. No, I'm not, I'm not discounting True. him. I'm not discounting him. I'm just saying what 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 Bud did and what Spence did was different. Bro, Sean Porter was on his way out. Like literally, that retired him. That was his last fight. It wasn't because he got beat up so bad. He he retired. He. He was able to beat him up so badly because Sean Porter was like, "This is the, this is my final hurrah." He's like, "I don't want to do this no more." Yeah. Nah, the Come daddy, on, you tripping, man? The daddy stopped the fight, Damn. but the daddy didn't stop his career though. He the, was done. He was the already. The daddy done. stopped the fight because the dad knew what 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 anybody's father knows. Like my son's had enough. Right. Or no. I, I just I need some more money from him, so I don't want him to be <laughs> you, punch drunk. <laughs> no, but look, here's what I'm saying. This is gonna be this fun is, tonight. This oh. is one of the few fights where both of the guys, hey, hey. there hasn't been a fight like this where I like both fighters. Like True. Almost I do equal. like both of them. So every any other fight, fight, you can think any other big fight, like there's one I prefer, I have a strong preference for. So are you going to walk away from the fight being like, whoever wins, I'm okay? No, nah, I want Spence to win. Okay. But we're going to get two, we're going to get at least two fights. Yeah. Right? I believe they both, that. For sure. I believe no, that. I believe that. For sure. They both, they both have a... Um, Unless it's like something that's like, you know... No, nah, because if, if one of them gets beat... If one of them gets beat up bad, he's definitely going to exercise. So whatever happens, we're getting two beat, fights. If you get beat up bad, you're going to exercise the option to get back in there? Yeah. Bro, both of them are, are dogs. Both of them have supreme confidence in themselves. Yeah, if they okay. get beat up badly, they're going to be like, fuck that. I'm going to go double down in the gym, come back stronger. Um, it was a fluke. So whatever happens, if it's close, if it's knockout, we're getting two fights. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to turn the DJ head. Yes, sir. <laughs> I let y'all have a boxing conversation. You know no, we want you to get in it though. Cause well, I, I'm not a fan of boxing. Okay. Is that blasphemous to say being in Vegas for fight weekend for one of the biggest generational fights ever? No, not at all. Okay, I'm just I just wanted to say that. <laughs> yeah, so I, I was asking questions. Okay. I'm not a boxing fan. I'm so not a, a MMA fan. I don't like violence. You don't like violence? No. Why? It's okay. probably trauma. You know okay. They're paid professionals. Head. I, I, I know it's a sport. It's more of a sport than NASCAR. What about I, karate? I <laughs> you like Bruce Lee? <laughs> There goes our NASCAR. Oh, oh yeah. hey, listen. No, Shout out to the white people with NASCAR. I Whoa. fuck with NASCAR. Jesus Christ. <laughs> listen, y'all know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> you knew what it was when I sat down in here. G. Perico, <laughs> we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna go. Oh, my God. <laughs> G, what, 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 what are we looking like tonight? I mean, I really don't have a dog in a fight. I think both of them great. Got it. You know what I mean? I think that is. I love be, greatness. I think this is going to be a real good fight, and okay. it's definitely the beginning of a series. Yeah, mm. these two. actually, even the way they talk to each other, they weren't disrespecting each other. No, the, not at all. Very respectful. They were actually very respectful. Like it was a cool, it was a dope moment. 
yesterday, and they both thanked each other for making the fight happen. That's dope. Most people would have would have avoided this fight. You like, know what man. I could what I could appreciate though about the whole situation is that most of the time, most of the time, mm -hmm. you'll see that where people are gentlemen, they're professional mm -hmm. about the situation. Like even I even seen clips of certain competitors when they are fighting where they won't take a cheap shot even when it's given to them. Um, even in like when certain people are hurt really bad, they might like yo yo check your man's out. You know what I'm saying? And not taking down. I can't taking, appreciate finishing. that as okay. that component of. Okay. It's the sport, you know. Okay. What I'm saying? So I'm, I to what Gross is saying. I'm excited, man. Like it feels like the energy we talked about. Day. it. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Like back in the day when Tyson electric, had a fight, right? when Floyd had a fight, when people came out, it was the top two people banging. You know, you know, going at each other. Right. And that's great for the sport, man. Like we talked about the ducking. You know, the, that stuff feels like it's leaving now and boxing is returning boxing back is to the essence yeah. of what it was. Nobody's scared to take an L. Yeah. Nah, they want to get and it we, out there. Yeah, we need it. We need that. So now we, we talked about respect, but did we see the disrespect in the <laughs> the post Caleb and, and Charlo? What was that about? That was fake. You think that was fake? That was fake. They ready to get the fight on. I think is that the build to the fight? Them. I don't because okay. I don't think I don't think Charlo gets smacked in the face like that and just does nothing like that. If but he was, had his people back, like, blocking him from really going at him. I don't think his people would have kept him going at him if it was a real slap in the face like that. Like, that was a slap punch. That was disrespectful, bro. Let me yeah, ask y'all a question. It is. Caleb is. Caleb, Caleb is disrespectful to these there's his competitors. Let me ask y'all a question when it comes yeah. to that type of stuff, right? Like, mm -hmm. you asked a good question, like, or like, what is that about, right? Yeah. So y'all talking about you getting back to the essence of the sport, competitiveness, people fighting for the respect, and you earn that, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. But then we also come post-era of clout, where you got the Jake Pauls, you got the, the Paul brothers doing stunts, and yeah. people people kind of like gimmicking their, that's not even a word, but creating gimmicks to get their way into certain arenas in certain spaces. WWE. Do you guys, as, as fans of the sport, I guess mm -hmm. you too. Like, do y'all respect that? Do you are you are you a fan of that? Because to what Gross is saying, if it was planned, that's them doing. That's them being no different than everybody else doing. I mean, it's marketing. They yeah. they building up momentum for possibly good fights. Yeah. You know I mean? but and, and let me qualify that because because I don't think um I don't know Charlo at all. But Caleb is a real dude, so I don't I don't see Caleb just doing something gimmicky or WWE. What I do know is a lot of people talk shit to Caleb because he's a white boxer. We right. talked about um, that. He was on our talk, episode, not I specifically no, people, asked. People him talk about shit that. to him and yeah. talk yeah. slick to him and about him because he's a white boxer. So I think he so has he's feeling disrespectful. He has already. that chip Super. on his shoulder. And yeah. he's a really good boxer. It's like Christian Caleb McCaffrey in the NFL. Dog. Yeah, he's a good That's the thing. Back. So if you if yeah. somebody who has a chip on their shoulder because people are constantly going at him with the same shit and he knows he's dope. So maybe it could have been real on Caleb's part. Because yeah. the Charlos do talk slick. It said like something about he grabbed his face. He grabbed Caleb's face. Oh, so there we go then. Because you know. we just see in the clip. All so I've it seen wasn't was, a slap. No. No, no. Caleb, Caleb, Caleb yeah. slapped Caleb punched him for sure. Yeah. But yeah. Caleb, Caleb said, don't grab Charlo my face grabbed like his that. Face, yeah. Like almost try so, to sun him. You know what I mean? Gotcha. And, um, oh, so there's the context yeah, that we need. There it is. Yeah. And, and to go to your point about Jake Paul and, and some of those things, like it's it's weird. From, this is me personally. Like, I do respect him from a sense that it, he seems like he's trying to take it serious as far as like training and those kind of things. But I feel like it's the antics and gimmicks around how they promote it that makes it feel gimmicky, you know, gimmicky 
right? It's it's the, the people that watch that and, and buy the pay-per-views aren't purists of boxing. They probably didn't watch, you know, boxing in the 80s and 90s. So it's more or less like the antics of it. Like when you're trying to throw a concert at the boxing fight, like that's corny to me. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? Like so those kind of things. But I feel like now I'm just glad we're having these moments that overshadow that kind of stuff, you know what I mean? The the antics and those kind of things. And I I just remember as a kid just just going to like my uncle's house and those things when there was a mega fight and the energy of it. And as a kid you're trying to watch the screen and see who's who's watching ringside and the lead up to it and, and it just feels like boxing had lost its glory for a while because people were chasing like the cloud. Yeah. But do, do you do you yeah. think like take it back even further than that, like Martin I mean not Martin Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. Was the king of clowning and creating the narrative shit, prior to but, the fight? Yeah, yeah, but then he backed it up. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think the heavy—I I miss the heavyweight side mm-hmm. of it. Like you know, what I'm saying like we all know what Tyson used to do, uh, Holyfield, and all, but I just miss that them the heavyweights talking shit and them backing it up. Like yeah. I don't think Tyson talked shit. He just was like he was just raw. I'm raw. I'm gonna come Came out in there with this, no socks on, no yeah. socks, <laughs> with the towel on, no and I'm gonna knock your ass out. That's in, it. In no a, talking. A, yeah, I'm, I'm out. Well, that's what you had back then. You had like a balance of like your hagglers who were just raw, and then yeah. you had like the the macho Camachos who were flashy, but yeah. they still could fight though, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I think the charisma. There's a there's a balance that Floyd brought back with the charisma of it. Yeah. That there are some people now. Even you know, I just love Camacho because the way he dressed. It was mm-hmm. just like outlandish, but he could box. So I think getting back to that essence of where it is entertainment, but you still have the best people fighting each other, is is how you restore that glory. And you know, um, I'm just excited about it. And we yeah. got some cats with some like Shakur has a lot of mm-hmm. he has a lot of charisma. Yeah, mm-hmm. Shakur is he, he Shakur's Shakur's talk. dog. I like Shakur. Uh, Shakur's yep. a dog. Shakur talks that talk. Yeah, but yeah. the biggest flip now, it used to be the heavyweights we cared about. I saw a heavyweight fight, and I think they had some belts other the Who the? Like, who these are, are these? Are clowns? Who yeah, are they? Yeah, yeah. Now yeah. it's all the you know. I don't. It's want all at that one thirty-five to one forty-five, one fifty-four. One thirty to one forty-seven, yep. one fifty-four. Yeah, that's and, where all the and, action is. And then maybe even one sixty-eight because that's where Benavides is, yeah. right? So. I want to step back to go forward because we have music people in here as well, like real music people. And and, and I want to use it. This analogy, boxing is perfect for this. Hmm. Jake Paul, right? Mm-hmm. Is Jake Paul the algorithm? Is Jake Paul, uh, what's it called? Um, TikTok. For sure. In the sense that for our culture, right? Mm-hmm. Now it's like, you gotta have TikTok. You gotta have the algorithm rocking with you. And we know that there's studies where the algorithm does not serve, well, black creative content makers. Like that's a real thing, right? Mm -hmm. That's a real thing. So that's a real thing. Mm -hmm. That's not my opinion. There's, there's There's a whole thing on it. So now we're saying that Jake Paul and his brother- Can fight. They can fight. But wait. They're bringing people to the sport. They're Correct. bringing eyes to the sport. So again, you're using an outside sort of a source to validate us. That's bullshit. So that's why I don't fuck with it. Well, I always, always look at, to your point, you're right. And I was thinking the same thing when Chief was talking, right? Um, but my point is, I mean, my perspective on that is 
the more eyeballs, the better. And mm. then what you do with that is up to you. My you man. know what I'm saying? So like, you don't have to like engage in certain, like I never see G do clown shit on the internet. You don't see that. Mm. But then also you don't see me do clown shit in the media space, like the other media guys, right? Yeah. But uh, certain people in Fuzz, same thing. Our lineage doesn't allow us to do that though. No. Because if, if, if I do some weird shit on the internet, if G do some weird shit on the internet, our phone gonna ring within five minutes. Oh, yeah. me, I'm calling. If I tweet, sure. Fuzz calls me. Fuzz has called me on two separate occasions for some shit happening that that's went down in real time, and was like, "Yo, I don't like this. You got, hey, what, Fuzz, I do. You my big brother. I, I, all right, you got that. Yeah. I, let's let's have a conversation about mm. it." So I think that those things come with checks and balances, and that's where it's fucked up. Yeah. I don't think I don't think that it's I don't think that it's uh, people's fault for doing what they think is gonna work. I think it's the people that around them that knows better. And also, let me, the, don't, like at the same time, let's not get it confused. Like you said, the eyeballs is good for it, right? All I'm saying is though, it's like, again, there's someone outside of our culture moving us, like, because of his involvement, the there's needle. gonna be more eyeballs. What do you think the music executives are? Yeah, it's the no, same no, shit. No, that's why. It's the same that's shit. Yes, yeah, that, that to my point, and that makes it frustrating. Yeah, been just, like that since the beginning, though. Yeah, you get uh, Vanilla Ice and shit like that, like just you know, uh, shit that's not like gimmicky shit. You know what I'm saying? We're not talking, and just so we're uh, just so we're clear, we're not talking Eminem. We're not talking no, al no, no, Alchemist. No. No, we're not no, talking. That's, that's cultural shit. Yeah, that's cultural they're shit. In we're, they're, they're in it. I'm talking about someone, makes it again, who's a YouTuber or whatever, and it's like, oh, I'm in a box. And now he's getting $8 million and $10 million fights from a guy who's really dedicated his life to the sweet science but and went to the Olympics. They're putting boxers on. They're putting, like, when they yeah, fight a, just, they oh, fight yeah, a boxer, yeah. they're, they're making, these boxers are making more yeah. money. These UFC fighters are making more money no, boxing no. them than... That's crazy. I agree. That's crazy. I agree. But it's yeah. just, yeah, it says a lot. But at the then, same point, boxing is also to blame for that because... For allowing it? For allowing that. Agreed. For, you know, not pushing not the envelope. Because even think about UFC, they leapfrog boxing. Mm -hmm. They pay... It's... Everybody knows they pay their fighters poorly, right? Mm -hmm. But the excitement, the Put level the of show. yeah, um, the level of events they did do a year, the level of like big time fights that they do a year, they set quote unquote an algorithm of what it takes. People move so fast. So if you're a, a professional boxer, right, you fight once a year. How else do you expect somebody to uh, deem you relevant in uh, the space? Hey, can I tell you something though? So this okay. is it. the UFC versus boxing. Why the UFC leapfrogs? I actually came and sat down with Dana White like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Mm -hmm. It's because they have one organization mm -hmm. that had a vision mm -hmm. for the for the UFC, and they were able to manage it over twenty years. Mm -hmm. Boxing is like twenty different belts, sanctioning bodies, right? different sanctioning oh, bodies. Yeah, There's no it. one controlling the shit, like and it's the old sure guard too, right? Controlling the quality, putting out good product. You have all the bad decisions. Like there's not one person with their hands on the wheel, and the branding is the brand sort of is terrible. Yep. UFC, it's all of a centralized. Yeah. It's actually yeah. one team, really yeah. one person. Dana driving the whole shit. Yeah. We got a UFC gym. This is our partner. It's yeah. Reebok or yep. Adidas. This is what you're able to wear, and they they control it. You know, they so centralize. So is that better? It's a centralized mechanism better for, them? for for I'm talking about for cultural impact for for influence because like to what Malik was saying right. If you take 
people who have outside influence and bring eyeballs to whatever the organization or the sport or the craft that you are trying to garner attention for is a centralized hub good for everybody, unilaterally, culturally speaking, though. I think so, and that's in the sense of, like, you're talking about combat sports because UFC promotes their platform 24-7. Yes, very well. Boxing does not do that. Yeah, if there's that. a fight going on, there's fights that happen, and I'm like, where was that at? Right. It's because ESPN holds the rights to fights. Uh, Showtime. FA, yeah, so they don't do a good job about just promoting the sport in general, right. and UFC has built a hub to where it's like once you're in the funnel – you may get beat up and miss out and but those things, but we're gonna promote it equally like across the board, you know. So I, I think they do a good job as far as like just like WWE, I think they took a playbook from Vince McMahon and WWE. It's like this is the hub. This you might be on Monday, but we have Thursday too, and you mm -hmm. can get to Thursday. So if a UFC, if you come in at the bottom, you know I wanna be at UFC two eighty or 290 and I got to fight some of these smaller fights, but it's still going to be on ESPN. It's still going to have like the high level promotion that it's going to have in boxing. Just like you said, because it's so spread out, they don't have one central hub. They just do a terrible job in marketing. So boxing is like the music industry. Free for all. <laughs> that's, what he, that's, that's what he was trying to Actually, Look at the most successful yeah. sports. Well, I get it. I get it. Boxing now, is just so many different entities controlling shit. They doing their thing. He doing his thing. They saying what the qualifications is over here. Spot like, on. Yeah, I get that. that just sense. think if the NBA wasn't yeah. the NBA and NFL, it was just every team doing their own thing. Right. It wouldn't be as big as it is. Correct. You know? It's because there is that uniformed, yeah. you know, focus. Like, yo, we own Sundays. Mondays, Thursdays now, right? NFL. And yeah, and 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 everybody falls in line because yeah. they know it's for the benefit of the overall like the owners are like, okay. No, that is true. Cuz I look business. at stuff, I was just talking to um I was just talking to uh one of the homies about uh the big 3 with Ice Cube and what he going through with, you know, being hated on and stuff like that, but you have you got the this this league, you got his league, you got the Drew league. like you so many different organizations and I think it like you like you said maybe if it was unified a little bit then it would probably be easier yeah because if you even look at NBA right if you go to the Lakers website that's nba.com slash Los Angeles Lakers right <laughs> nba.com slash LA Clippers it's not the Lakers have their own domain and the, you know what I mean they like, that. this is we want all the IP and the only way to become successful is owning your IP and if you don't have your IP centrally located and then you figure out how you want to disperse the information, then you're always going to be playing from behind. And until boxing, which they'll never be able to figure out because there's so many different entities of that. And same with music. You know, music's a tough one, too, because you have a, a record label, but then they disperse it to 30 different DSPs and all oh, these yeah. things. So it's just all over the place. So, you know, um, respect to somebody like G, what he's done is took control of his IP and where he wants to disseminate the information. So now he can control the books, he can control the marketing, and then decide where he wants to be as far as like distribution wise. And you know, it's the game is really out there. We always talk about the information and I think you talked about that head when you came on. The information is there. Yeah. It just people don't want the information. People people enjoy being blissfully stupid. Uh-huh. Um, but I had a question cuz I want to pass I want to go back to something gross said. Yeah. Sorry, I just I have a question about this cuz on your perspective, the um when you said you were talking about boxing, uh I mean, I'm sorry, you were talking about something leapfrogging boxing, right? The MMA. 
like mm-hmm. different organizations, UFC, stuff like that. Do you think that's the case the same way? Because I don't see female fights in boxing promoted the same way I see UFC fights promoted with feet with women, yeah. right? The same way I look at the WNBA and the lack of attention that that gets versus the NBA. I, I, I have my own thoughts about why that is, but... The last big UFC fight, the headline fight, was Holly Holm. That's what Holly I'm saying. Holmes. The women so, get cracking. No, because it's it's one organization, and they benefit the same. They put the men and women on the same card. Mm-hmm. Now they're having women be headliners. Hey. So they've just found a way to monetize. Why are the rap females cracking right now? There's a parallel there for yeah. for both, right? 100%. If, if the MMA leapfrog boxing from a male perspective, you also see the dominance in the women, but then I don't see that translate to other facets. Music, yeah. I mean, except music, like to Fuzz's point. Well, I think they try to keep it two separate. Like the M- the WNBA and NBA are on two, two separate, separate schedules. But they don't embrace each other. Right. There's you only like I mean? 20 games for the WNBA? Yeah. Like 30 game well, season maybe? Yeah, Is that but, right? You know, they play in an opposite season. Like their season starts when NBA is off. So yeah. they, they, they're entered inside. They've already created competition. Yeah, the UFC is the only sport where they've yeah. invested in the women at the same, in the same way. Yeah. Not just invested in yeah, them. Yeah, Nunez. But like they literally – they give them the same exposure. Yeah. So when, R- whatever the biggest Rousey, thing, there's Nunez. a UFC fight tonight, a big UFC fight tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen a lot, but there are women fighting on it, I guarantee you. Guarantee. Yeah. So, who, yeah. so what, what what made this college just last uh the season with the the the, the women college crack off the way it did? Like Caitlin uh, uh Yeah. Like, like they were just, I know I know they were marketed, promoted well. This is the girl from Iowa. The girl from, from Iowa, Iowa who was like shooting like stuff. Yeah, they were was, was <laughs> I think um the college, I always thought college athletics was way more like, exciting. Yeah, because every game counts. Yeah. Yes. Are there some artists, music wise, that you guys are excited about? Like in Hey, you know, I've been bumping, yeah. I've been bumping uh, Lil Tim's a lot, man. Mm. Tim's. Tim's is, she fires me. Bro. Super fire. I've been playing that a lot. And I, I, I this, you know, Travis Scott just dropped this week. And she's, is, is, is Tim's this generation shot at? Is that possible? I, I wouldn't say that. Cause she raps really good, and I I don't know. Like Rhapsody is one of my favorite MCs. Mm-hmm. I'm you know what I'm saying there's a lot of music. Rhapsody is fire. I yeah, but it, it, there's like there's a lot of music like that's out. Like I'm glad Travis Scott came back the way he did. I'm just saying we talking about something current. Yeah. I'm glad that he didn't let you know he had a you know he saw the bumps and bruises bro went through, but he put together a project. And he you know he out he out there now. It's like. And it was smart. He smart. knew he he got away for a year. And he marketed it right. He got away though. He knew he like yes. he was humble enough to yeah. say, "I got to shut down for a moment. Yep. I got to Go get away. away." You listen. That guy's constant. He's perpetually creating. But he understood like, "I got to shut down for a moment." Yeah. And that's also the sign of a great team. Yeah. Great team. A great team. There's people around him that advised him in the and correct he way, and he listened. Shut out busy. Yeah. Yeah, busy cold pace. Who up, David? Yeah, all of them. All what about them? you, Head? What, um, what you bumping right now? I'm actually really excited about uh, this female rapper from Houston. Her name is Ken the Man. Okay. okay, she's she's extremely dope. Like she's she's not dope in a sense that like she's gonna bar out Nikki. You know what I'm saying? She, I think she can bar, but she's great at she has bars and. Something I think is missing is she's a, a good songwriter, mm. and so I think those two together makes you a, like a, a dope ass. Like she's a dope artist to look out for for sure. I'm gonna be super super biased. Kevin Smiley, country, 19 year old kid. Yeah, he's somebody was just telling me about him. Ogachobi, Florida. Trust me, 
the absolute truth. Not no, don't don't forget the song or the clip or whatever you've seen. Goes into rooms with this guitar and his six string and does it and does it. And the <laughs> songwriting is impeccable. Like songwriting is impeccable. So he like, does. He, he studies the, the art of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loves it. And Got I think it. he's literally the entry point. I think he's going to be the entry point for the culture jumping in the country. Like mm. really diving in because the songwriting and the storytelling is that compelling. Like that. I gotta, compelling. I gotta, I gotta peep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll play some music. Gee, yeah. yeah. from an artist's perspective, you're an artist yourself. Who do you who do you listen to? Like who I always find that interesting, mm. like the artist. That's a good point. From the artist side. I mean, I'm all over the place, but like uh it's like such a huge contrast to what I listen to as opposed to what I make. Uh like I listen to like Erica Badu, Sade, mm. like just a lot of like great songwriters. Mm. Just music that give you that feeling, you know? And I try to take like, you know, what what do they use to give you that feeling and how I could introduce it into, you know, what I do. So I'm just off of a gang of like R and B and He an old so, he an R and B head, man. Yeah. I, you'll pull up on him, he'll be playing some something from the eighties, heavy. Yeah, I'll be old. So it did like eighties, I'm looking for something to sample and something to swipe because you know that is the essence of rap. So right. dope. dope. What you listening to, David? I'm gonna switch. I'm gonna switch up the vibe. I've been listening to some throwback stuff recently. Okay. One of my favorite albums of all time was um, the album by Blue and Exile. It's like the 15th year anniversary. Dang. So, shout out Blue, Blue and Exile yeah. album. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, so I've been back listening to Blue's whole catalog over the past month or so. That's dope, so, man. Yeah. When I used to do music, we did numerous shows with them at Zen. Y'all remember Zen Sushi? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. Shout out Aloe Black, <laughs> Blue and Exile. Yeah, that's great, man. I, I think, you know, the kids these days I always tell like my nieces and nephews, like expand, expand your ears. Like, you know, don't get caught up in like, oh, this is just what's hot right now. Like go back and, and dig into the 60s, 70s, 80s. 90s especially right now a lot of the music that's out is all music that came out when we Before. was kids yeah and these kids don't even know i'm like yo do you know that's a prior song <laughs> yeah. and um you know just expanding your eardrums and and just your your uh experience with music will open up so much man and um so because there's just so much music out there and so much to pull in so and we got easily on. access to it on our phones man like mm -hmm. i was telling somebody the other day i was like i wish i had uh, <laughs> you don't got to dig through no I don't have crates, to go, no man. I don't have to go what? to Todd Records to find a CD. I, 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 right here, I'm like, oh, I'm going to get that new ooh, ooh, ooh. What? I did what? like that process, though. I did. I, yes, I love and we miss that with, process. We set with music more when we have physical. You know what's crazy? Like old head, but. To what you saying, though, Fuzz, I remember going to the, I remember going to, like, Sam Goody in the mall, right? Yes. So I go to the mall. Put the I, headphones And on. I had $25, mm -hmm. so I had to make a decision. Like, I was, <laughs> so I would put the headphones on. I'm like, I'm going through the, I'm like. Yeah, okay, cool. Then I had to switch and go to this album. And I had to really make a decision yeah. on what I'm going to live with for the next month until I get another 25 hours and come back and get another one. So right. I was like, I think that is also, like, it's music is so intangible where it's just interchangeable. It's throwaway. And that's damn near why you got to be omnipresent when it At comes all to. all the time. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. I forget what I downloaded last week. I just hate. <laughs> I, I'll be like, damn, I'm just listening to so-and-so. So what's, what's that person name? I'll be like, I forget. But we don't live with music. For months now, we don't. We just be like, oh, off to the next album, off to the next album. That's, too That's much. true. Look, we don't live lot. with we don't live with albums the same way, 
don't live but, with TV the same way. Any but, media. But uh, here's a here's something. It's a debate I've been having recently. I think everyone that I've had this debate with, I got them to come around in my way of thinking. West Coast artists, the ones that make it, so I think it's harder to make it out of the West Coast. One hundred percent. I think there's a star coming out of Atlanta or New York somewhere every every other no, week. Atlanta. They, they have their moment. It's hard to make it out of the West Coast, but if you make it on the West Coast, you got you. You gonna have a ten. You know, you don't just disappear. You have a seven, ten. You have a real career. Yeah. And you step outside, and people are always gonna support you. Like if you make it out of the West Coast. I think the West Coast. And you, can, and you can name all the artists. Yeah. You know all the artists that that are relevant right now. Shit, they've had a, a run. They've had five years already. Yeah. And they probably have ten more years in them. I think, I think the, the West, West Coast, Coast sonically, it was just we're different sonically. Mm. With I, that being said, we need a Schoolboy Q record. Oh, it's coming. I'm looking for every. I'm, a, yeah, what studio. I'm excited about. We're talking about. What we're excited about. I'm, I'm waiting for the next album from every West Coast artist. All the West okay. Coast artists you don't like. That's what I'm excited about. So I think rap is wide open right now. Wide open. Agree. Wide Super. open. Agree. Super. I think Agreed. that. Um. I think that. What like you said, it's it's hard, but it's low low key. Like it depends. Like a lot of people, and this is something that I that I've had a problem with for a long time. And people, y'all know me, but for your your listeners that don't, like I'm I'm a bit very biased. I'm so biased that it ain't even fair to people that's not west of Texas. Cool, but <laughs> when it when it comes to our sound, our music, our vibe, our tempos, all that stuff, like you really don't need nowhere else. You don't you don't need just like when you like for instance if you look at our market on in California right where that that land is stolen from Mexico we're in Mexico right the white people came and stole the land from Mexicans that's the truth I'm sorry now that being said that being said that's our demographic if you like that's why you don't see Boosie and Webby you didn't see them in L A like that you don't you didn't see Jeezy coming there doing hella shows like that but they have their own chitlin circuit in the South that they can go get. 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, like they can go get that day in and day out. They can go on the weekend run and clean up. We don't have real a chitlin circuit like That's that. That's real talk. Mm-hmm. No, we, so, got a, we got a circuit. It's not a chitlin circuit like that. It's not, it's not conducive to, it's not conducive to somebody that's a mid-tier or lower tier artist getting on the road and going and getting 15 for a club date. That's not that's not a real thing for a lot of artists. Now, if you got a hot song, that's cool, but your your song gotta be you, your brand, or your song gotta be so big for people to want to invest yeah. in you in that way for it to make sense. Let's stop. Let's jump in right there. Cause I've been trying to figure this out. Viol- songs go viral from everywhere else. From Atlanta, Miami, all down south, East Coast, Midwest. Viral songs, viral moments all over the country. You never see that from LA. You don't see a lot of viral, like you don't know the artist, the song just goes viral. Yeah, that's true. Name the last Because I don't song. think LA does, like if they don't know the person, know their background, who they are, they don't, they're not going to Rimble is viral. Push it. Name the last I'm song. trying to think of it. I'm mm-hmm. sure some I'm missing. I think Rimbo is a good good example of that. Yeah. Cool. But, but also, but that also comes with, like for instance, in order for people to. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm saying it just makes it harder from the East. You can't just go viral on the East Coast if nobody knows who you are or where you're from. And that might not be right. But once people do, they figured out who you are and they embrace you and they that's like different. you, then you stick. Like, that's, that's correct. But also but everybody sounded like. You got to know, like, uh, like, we just have different protocols and checks and balances and different things that we operate on when it comes. Like, if nobody knows who you are, where you came from, it's kind of like, who is this guy? Yeah, that's, this is the only city, I think, that does that. <laughs> and we can debate whether that's a good or bad thing. Mm. But in terms of longevity, once somebody makes it through that filter. Yeah. And they clear that hurdle. 
YG is going to step outside and be YG for the next 20 years, and he'll be loved on the West Coast. I think maybe because like, there's so many transplants in L.A. Ah. That's, that's just not. Nah, LA got a, LA has a culture though. Yes. Yeah, so, I'm, so I was, I was going to go down the list from YG to Perico, obviously Dot, all of them, they have for the rest of their lives in LA, they'll be embraced, they'll be doing shows, they'll be getting love. But I don't I, think you I, see I, that. Like back to the, to the circuit shit. I, I definitely believe we got a circuit because yeah. uh, like the West Coast got a circuit. Cause I was gone like fucking what twenty weeks so far, twenty weekends so far this year. So is it Seattle, somewhere in Arizona? Seattle. So you got Arizona, uh, you got you got two and what Seattle and Spokane. Yeah. I think I'm going to Spokane oh, next weekend. Tacoma. So Tacoma, yeah. Seattle, Portland, uh, Modesto. Uh, Mode <laughs> California is like ten. I'm being serious. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Modesto, Modesto, Fresno, Fresno, Bakersfield, uh, Bakersfield. Yeah. Sac, Oakland, uh, Ventura County, Orange County, mm. uh, 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 San Luis Obispo. You got all these different spots. Uh, AZ, um, Tempe, San Diego, San Diego. Yeah, it's like it's like thirty different spots, thirty forty different markets you could hit. Like, and it's more than that. You know what I mean? Mm. Out here, it's just the fact that people are not exploring it. Everybody, man, there's nothing going on. I don't know what to do. Like, it's also not, some of it is not sexy to, right. to everybody. So it yeah. is what it is. I think you, one of you guys said this, made the West of Texas comment. Me. And then West Texas, of, like we got Texas too. Bro, West of Texas, it's wide open. So Texas has their own radio, their own personalities. They have their, their record labels, their culture. But West of Texas, like I think Big Boy is the biggest radio personality. West of Texas, mm -hmm. and I don't think there's that, any that. dominant. No, there are no yeah. dominant hip hop wide labels. Open. So no, that's it's wide open. The yes. L.A. should, or the what like California should dominate all that. Yeah. I, I agree For with sure. you. Yeah, and it, it's there. I think, like you said, I, th I think I was reading. You said Denver was one of your. Oh yeah, Denver. Yeah. Denver goes crazy. Yeah. Denver crazy. Good market. Yeah. Great market. Yeah, like, uh, Salt Lake City. Really? You been to Ogden? Oklahoma? You went to Ogden? Ogden and Salt, Salt Lake? Uh, uh uh. Yeah, Ogden different. You like Ogden? Ogden, Utah. <laughs> on so that, you really never heard of it. <laughs> I've been we to Salt Lake City not, we, like two we're not times. We're going to end on Ogden. <laughs> Ogden is different. We're going to end on. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, man, um, it has been, yo, for real, for real. Like, we got to do this. Like, we need to have more of these roundtables. Like for like seriously, because wow. I, I, I love like, seeing y'all growing too, man. Y'all y'all doing it, man. Y'all keeping it real, real classy, you. Jack. Yeah, appreciate I see you. what y'all doing. Hey, let me ask. Right. Can I ask one more question? Yeah, of course. Um, Fuzz Gross and, and Perico, because I think we talked about this, Chief and Malik, when when I was on. But like from a media space, mm. what do y'all want to see more? Because mm. these brothers got this platform. We had this conversation when I was on. By my with me and Chuck, but what do y'all want to see more of? Wait, us? more of us? No, I'm talking about from 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 y'all three. Just in oh. general. In general. Yo, G, Greg, you. He can hear you on the mic. Greg, over here is fuzzy, man. Holla at your boy. What? <laughs> <laughs> this is one of my partners right there. Okay. What's up, Greg? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, what's happening, gangster Greg? Yeah, that's one of the biggest rated. Oh, then that's magic right there. What's up, magic? I didn't see magic. 
Magic from Magic City. You hear what me? Up? Yeah, yeah man. Well, here we go. You got a documentary coming out. Yeah, man. How I got some girls, man. What do y'all want to see? Um, I, I would want to see us be more, uh, more diversity, more meaning mm. like different. It's it, we always got something to talk about. And Gross was just getting on me. We was driving over here, like, man, you got to start your podcast up again. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. Uh, you know, we all go through stuff in our life, but um, I love seeing the the. I don't even call it. I don't want to call it podcast space. I'll call it show space because this is a show. This Thank is bigger you. than a podcast, right? So I I, I want to see us have more shows mm. with more diversity of content of context of uh, um, because. We can talk about anything, us as men or as people, right? So I, I think we just need to talk, um, have more range. Yeah, that's it, and just mm. push the envelope, like to have better mm. shows. Like, thousand percent. Um, I love, I love what you guys are doing, man. You guys, you guys are always in some sexy, cool. I'm like, oh man, they doing it. I love it. I love that you guys move around, man. I appreciate that's you. dope. That's a, such a great concept. G. Appreciate you. I mean, it, it, you know, excitement, information, something visually. You know, sexy style. You know, uh, and like he said, diversity, bringing the culture to another level. Yeah, outside of the just messy, like low level, low vibrating stuff, like which is like kind of dominating right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, just you know, just showing people that is clickbait. It's, it's life. It's really like life out here, yeah. and you could take it wherever you want. Just inspirational shit, like, but yeah. dope. And youthful, not young kid shit, but youthful, dope, exciting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Man, I hate. I'm about to steal from both of them because I, I want to see two things. One, I want our culture isn't monolithic, so it's not just hip hop and sports and personalities from those two worlds yeah. that shape everything. But that's just a um, that is something that comes from our culture that everyone consumes, and so it's a, it's a big part of the culture, and so shows that talk about that i just want us to be the platforms where people come to to hear about our culture mm-hmm. because i think yeah. we can think of the we can think of the platforms about our culture that are not from our culture not really for our culture right. but people feel like they got to go to them because they're they made themselves gatekeepers somehow now and it's just mm-hmm. weird the consistency is what people so i want us to have the platforms about our culture but then i just want we should have like like I was telling Fuzz like man make your show like I I was like I love the show you had I was like you had 80, 90 episodes just keep going yeah we need a diversity we mm-hmm. we yeah black people are not monolithic even black people who are truly in our culture are not monolithic we could have shows there's so many niches out there that I'd want to you know listen to or watch someone like us talking about different things so that diversity and the quality and the thoughtfulness yeah so those That's two points. We should we should own the cultural conversations or the yeah, platforms. And the culture really is like in a strange place. It hasn't really been defined in a long time. Nah. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Real man. That's what I just wanted to know from y'all because we talked about it. Yeah, we yeah. always talk about that. Nah, and for us, man, it's 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 just nothing but love and admiration. I think for for myself, like to be able to sit with people that I either knew personally or watched like as my career has gone and and to be able to have these conversation it's it's such a growth moment and also too like your point we can sit here and we can have a show where we talk about just parenthood we can have a show where we talk about sports we can have a show music financial things and once we get out of our way and but own 
these conversations, I feel like we can start moving, moving yeah. the ball forward. Yeah. So. Yeah, I definitely think that because uh, I want to see more niche stuff too. Yeah. Because I know that I, I don't know the name of the show, but the husband and wife team that do the, the relationship show that shit is fire to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think different niches like a boxing show, a battle rap show where we become the voice and the leaders of that conversation through this platform, I know that no matter what, for instance, I know that no matter what, I can go to Gross and get this type of information Yeah. on a weekly basis. Yeah. So I think that would be dope. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Consistency. I love it, man. I love the, the Anthony Anderson show with his mom. Oh, yeah. that's crazy. They've got a great relationship. And then, you know, on the music side of things, what uh, – what a hit boy and his father have created yep. like that yeah. what a what a moment hey man, man shout out to hit boy having a run but but that i'm just saying him and his dad <laughs> yeah man and to be discussing their real feelings on relationship like, yeah. yo yeah like we all especially if you got a son or if you got children you know what that is yeah. like those conversations and people can are, relate to that and they can relate to that yeah. and we need more of that with all that said, man, listen, we appreciate y'all. G Perico, DJ Head, David Gross, Fuzzy, Chief. Yo, Thank one God, year. Man. Yo, just so y'all know, one year. It's been a year? One year. Oh, man, congrats. This is one year. Congrats, man. One year. One year. That's big, one man. year. That's one year. Keep going. Don't stop. We can't. We can't. Listen to preach, appreciate y'all live and direct from Las Vegas, from the Blue Wire Studios. This is a sweet life signing off. Peace. Rico probably had hey man, that's so that's so cool.